0: Here are the words right here, when the Utah police located and questioned a 15 year old girl who was walking with her abductors, she gave a strange reply after the policeman told the girl, are you Elizabeth smart? She replied, thou sayest and seemed to want to remain with her captors before she burst into tears and admitted. After about 45 minutes of questioning, that she was the missing teenager. Elizabeth was, in fact, quoting a biblical passage where Jesus rebuffs Pilate when the Roman governor asks him if he's the king of the Jews. Mind control and cults, human beings as commodities. Elizabeth's smart, remember? So it's Ragged Edge Radio broadcast today. This is Russ Dizdar. Glad you're here. I love this day. It's um, it's always a day that God has made. No matter how you get up, no matter what goes on, all the interruptions at, in life, there's always interruptions. Plan everything you want, and yet there's those things, those contingencies, and maybe it's a door, maybe it's um, an opportunity to, a divine appointment and. And God is showing you something and speaking. Well, it is the day He has made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it because uh, God is here. A Savior is here. And He is coming. And uh, look at those promises right before the throne of grace. Well, I want to say uh, welcome again worldwide to all of you. May God stretch out His hand to save and heal and deliver today. As we pray together today for the greatest revivals ever... And a massive um, advance in the kingdom of God. Praying for hundreds of millions worldwide to be saved. Anybody want to be on that global map, that global prayer, that global commitment to the Great Commission? 10millionfierce.com 10millionfierce.com We're putting up the audios today, finally. We're going to give the map sometime this week. And yet you could be praying. And I want you to know that it pleases God. That God is pleased by the prayers of the saints. Now I'm going to tell you the heartbreak is all the churches, most all the churches I've visited and been uh, going to and uh, speaking at even, the massive lack of intercession and almost zero prayers for the lost. And it tells me the loss of mission uh, one of the reasons for the um, loss of power, the express power of God, is the loss of doing the mission. You shall receive power. To be what? Witnesses. To do that mission. Uh, look, at, um, look again at the Great Commission, Matthew 28. Look again at Mark sixteen twenty. When we step out in obedience to the mission, everything God said, everything He is, and all that He has is pledged to us in that uh, reaching of the world. There's no greater uh, mission on the planet, uh, no greater success, no greater uh, presence in power. So I want you to know this today, that it's vital for all of us. If you're tuning in to listen to this broadcast concerning, well, the uh, the end-of-the-age issues, well, that's part of what we do. But in the midst of it, indestructible and glorious hope it really is. So I'm reading here out of the a Catholic that wrote this. William Kennedy, now dead, strange, maybe a strange death there too. Malachi Martin commissioned him. He wanted the Catholic to go after the Catholics. Uh, that is, the priests. The um, hundreds and hundreds of priests that were sexually abusing thousands and thousands and thousands... I mean, just check it out in Pennsylvania alone. Check it out in Ireland alone. Check it out in Canada. Check it out in Brazil. Here's the report. Brazil, priest, 83, arrested in sex with ultra boy investigation. 83-year-old uh, priest, allegedly caught on tape having sex with a 19-year-old boy, ultra boy, has been arrested by Brazilian authorities. Now, this Barbosa, the Monsignor uh, Barbosa, was taken into custody late yesterday. After having an uh, investigation found evidence that he had abused youngsters. The problem is, they have been reporting this for years and years and years. Nothing was being done. So the cover-up is just as... Um, Damaging and just—I uh, mean—cover up is a damaging thing. It really is. So we must say, among the Catholic system, among any other system, among political systems, among school systems, neighborhoods, wherever, uh, we gotta understand the, uh, the immensity of the problem, uh, the abomination of this problem because of the uh, the injuries, the taking advantage of, and the injuries of all these. Uh, That's why I've said to you that more victims, there's going to be such a great need for the ministry of Jesus as Savior and Healer and Deliverer and Restorer, the one that can give life and bring understanding. Why would anybody do this? Why would anybody do this? So today, the Ragged Edge Radio broadcast, let me welcome you to this broadcast. Rust is Dark, main website, shatterthedarkness.net. And then, the theraggededgeradio.com, you can go to either one of those, the PDF live notes, the live notes, we have about 105 pages of notes in this series that we're doing, right at the gates of hell, uh, we're right there, and what's coming out, and so the end of the age, included in everything else, comes this massive, massive, uh, progressive, Listen, The frog in the kettle approaches over, the, bu- the burgeoning at, at, at the seams is here, the numbers of the abused, the numbers of the harmed, and listen, I'm not just speaking of those that was um, abused you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, we gotta realize something right now, the experts tell me there's over 40 million human trafficked individuals on a worldwide scale. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think if anybody's going to be the cutting edge of helping the body of Christ in uh, the um, the passionate evangelism of the New Testament, with all of the fullness of God's grace and power and might, well, that's got to be it. That's got to be the uh, cutting edge of what's going to be needed. It involves rescue. It involves intervention. It involves all the grace and mercy and healing of Jesus. It also involves us to turn the uh, expose radical evil. Turn them in. Uh, let them go to jail. I don't I don't mind that at all. They can they they can go to church in jail, they can get a Bible in jail, they can get food in jail. They gotta go to jail. I've never seen in 40 years uh, sexual perpetrators, priests among any system of cult, among the satanic ritually abused, I've never seen them just turn themselves in. So it's very vital to those who are believers. In the appeal to Caesar sense, to uh, realize, to expose is one thing, but to um, to make sure that they're stopped, prayer intervention, that God bring intervention, and then there's going to be the need to hook up with and ha- and to have allies, individuals that you know will help in the area of law enforcement, bringing them in. I believe perpetrators need to be stopped. I mean I, they need to be put down. They need to be put in prison. And they need to be done. That needs to be done quickly. If you want to do a little study on what I'm saying right now, look at Pennsylvania. Just type in priests and sexual abuse. Good news about Josh Shapiro, the attorney general. He went after it. Arrested 300 priests because over a thousand abused individuals came forward, and they said that thousand that came forward was just the beginning. They're talking thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands more that could come forward. Not only talk about the uh, sexual abuse that occurred by the priests and the cover ups that went on in the diocese, but um, many of those 80, 85 year old priests, they were old Nazis. They were part of the Nazi rattler. And so. Though the book isn't biblical as I would like it to be, William and Kennedy, commissioned by Malachi Martin, as a Catholic, to go after the Catholics. So in the book called Lucifer's Lodge, you can get a free copy on the... Uh, and i put it on the preemptor before. The preemptor's already out today. I'll link it to the preemptor tomorrow. But if you do a search on William Kennedy's Satanic Virtual Abuse in the Catholic Church, a PDF file, you can download it free, read the entire book a tremendous amount of content. He names names, names places, names um, cardinals and uh, priests and dioceses, and So he did go after it and he did bring great exposure to it. And it does, um, it, it clearly helps the victims to know that there's many others that have come out. Because all victims are pushed into the corner. They're all made to think that nobody's going to listen to them. Nobody's going to hear them and that nobody else is saying anything. The punishment and the fear and all that kind of stuff, the shame and everything that goes with it, like Sandusky, the men that came forward, that many stayed away for so many years because of the fears of shame, being shamed as a, as a male, as a boy, as a, as a young man, as an adult you know, man, to come out and say what was done. Well, let me read here. This is uh, chapter 9 in that book. Satanic ritual abuse and brainwashing. Now we are in a series, and this series now is continued with. Uh, we're at part 41e, and part 41e is going to uh, touch into that cult system, uh, the the immensity of the pro, you know, of all this. Again, I think you would agree that one individual sexually abused is too many, but when you think in terms of Hundreds, then thousands. I mean, then you start thinking tens of thousands. On a global scale, all the experts point to, in just human trafficking alone, about 40 million, and growing. By the way, so again, the um, tail end of this entire uh, series, and this is part 41e. This whole part 41 is entitled. Humans as commodities. Dealing, you know, making making human beings just commodities. And I'm going to say that uh, you can take a look at page 104 in the notes. 104, 105. We're going to finish this today. Move on to part 42 tomorrow. We have so many things to say about this, but I know that there are victims listening. I know there are SRA's listening. And uh, trigger notice. May God bring grace. May Jesus bring peace. May God, in the context of this broadcast, summon. Thousands more to stand up and say here my Lord now There are many that want to help but I'm going to tell you this the most The greatest way in which you can help is becoming powerful in Christ Drawing near to him you can go to John's gospel chapter 15 You can read it yourself and see what Jesus said. I mean he's Lord. We're under his lordship without me Jesus said you can do nothing when you want to get down to uh, god's powerful astounding miraculous prayer intervention and god brings intervention and god brings there's times in the world of um, organized uh, human trafficking organized satanic ritual abuse trafficking then you gotta understand the strongholds of that rad- radical evil and then we gotta ask god to step into this we gotta ask god to stretch out his hand into this we at times gotta ask god to bring down the arrogant I mean, they're so, um, you know what perpetrators do? They insulate themselves. They do all that they can to insulate themselves and have perimeters of servants, of those that could get blamed, those who can uh, take the heat. They want to be protected. And they glory in that protection. They glory in arrogance. They glory in that protection. Well, King Herod gloried in his uh, arrogance in the book of Acts. It's time that thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of believers become fierce against radical evil. You can be filled with the love of God go after everybody for salvation. I do every day. My wife's out witnessing right now to a family. She had a meeting with a family that was having demonic um, attacks in a new house. And they they got a Catholic background, but they're not even saved. So she went to bring the gospel to them. She's there now. I prayed early for her. She's out there with her mother. Her mother is 89 years old. Her uh, father-in-law is uh, is uh, well, it would be stepfather. I'm sorry, my father-in-law. It would be her stepfather. Would be uh, 88 years old. And I'm I'm just amazed that you've got on the field right now. and She's going to be 90. My mother in laws going to be 90 in just a couple of months. And she's out to pray for, to... Um, listen, I've had her be around me to pray against the devil, man. She'll put her foot down and, and, and smash the ground as she's praying. She's kind of demonstrative in her praying. And she'll rebuke the enemy. So there she is, 89 years old, to witness, to share Jesus... To pray for these people, and I'm hoping to hear today that they led this man and, wo- and, and woman and, and this young individual to Jesus. The little little guy is it was terrified even going to the house. They they uh, were going to rent a house to buy it, and uh, the first day or so, uh, a presence, and there was um, an interaction that, that so terrified them they wouldn't go back to the house. They wouldn't even meet at the house today. I said, "Listen, when I want to, they talked about kids killed down the basement. So, we're going to take a couple of individuals this week to go to that house and find out what occurred, and uh, pray through that house and clear the house in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know why you've been given authority to trample to tread on that dark side? You've been you've been given authority uh, to overcome all the power of the enemy. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's very important for you to know that." So the more powerful you are, clothed in the power of the Spirit of God, growing deep in the Word of God, obedient to the Great Commission, stepping out to do the works of Jesus, beginning to pray with major intercession, seeing God bring answers, learning your gifts of the Spirit that God would give you, all of that in your development, and the more of it, and then the more you step out, you just grow stronger and stronger. Acts uh, 9.22 will tell you that also. You go stronger. You um, in in John 15 when Jesus was speaking to us as disciples. And if we're gonna if we're gonna abide in Him and his, and the Word of God's gonna abide in us, well then your prayer power is gonna become powerful, and you've been chosen to do those works. So I'm telling you, maybe you never heard this before. God not only saved you, loves you, dwells in you. You're you're secure in the sense of eternity. Uh, you've got every every promise that God made in Scripture is now, yes, yours in Christ. And you can grow. Don't wait for anybody. Whatever you do, don't be lazy. You've got the ability to take advantage of everything that God is and everything that God says and grow and come near Him and draw near to Him and draw near to you and then get on the field of human history. I pray that He will heal your hurts Raise you up, help you to renounce all the sin issues and flesh issues, and to stand on the foundation of victory over the world, over the flesh, over the devil, and experience that. And then go in behalf of others. That's what soul is all about. That's what the Great Commission's all about. You're going. Um, how uh, beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news? Here we read Romans ten. Romans ten is very big. How can anybody believe if they've not heard? Faith comes from hearing, hearing by the Word of God. That's why we've got to be out there. That's why we've got to share. Some people don't know what to believe. they got a religious sentiment. they got a religious uh, quasi-background, but they don't know a clear, clear message of Jesus. And a call to repent and put faith in Jesus and to receive Him as Lord and Savior. You know, John's Gospel, one chapter 1, verse 12. Look at chapter 1. And that's what it's all about. That's what we're all about. And if you're anywhere in the world listening right now, listen, I, I I can only say that we're joining together by the hundreds and thousands, and eventually we gonna have a great celebration when we reach a million people listed on that map. Praying. I mean, listen, a name doesn't mean anything. That's why I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, 50 million believers in, in you know, 50 million believers in America... If they're not good with the spirit, if they can't pray and get answers, if they can't lead somebody to Jesus, if they can't pray for somebody to be healed, if they can't uh, command a demon out of an area or a person, then, then you know, in a real sense, what good are? Uh, we're saved. We're saved to come out of all the wounds and all. You know, that's that's part of what salvation is. Healing the brokenhearted. Uh, Captain set free. Eyes of the blind opened up. Everything you need to become strong, close to Jesus, and have the joy of the Lord being your strength, is yours. Today, it's all true. Every day, same Jesus, same word, same promises. Always faithful to you and to me. I know it by the word of God. I know it by the experience of 45, 48 years of walking, 45 years of ministry. And it gets, God is increasing you, and He'll broaden you, and uh, sharpen you. Well, again, you take the time today in the presence of the Lord to study John's Gospel 15. And just look, I'm not telling you anything that Jesus already, you know, hasn't, you know, designed. That's that Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 thing. We are God's workmanship, created in, it's the Greek word for designed, we are designed uh, in Christ Jesus to do these powerful good works. If you look at the book of Acts, all those miracles, signs, wonders, and healings, and deliverances, all that intervention by God came through active, spirit-filled, growing Christians. And that's what you are. And you can grow. I don't care. I don't care what the past was. Right now, you can grow. You can draw near. You can get all of it. Don't you want to come and say, God, I want all that you have? I want to learn about all of it. I want to be able to um, produce not one percent, not ten percent, not even thirty. I want to go all the way. Some produce thirty percent, some sixty, some a hundred times as much. Remember the parable. Very important because, and I and I know that I say a lot of times, and I want you to know this. And I know that some people say, well, that's all. You know, he talks about this all the time because most everybody doesn't talk about it anytime. Hundreds of thousands that will be slaughtered the women. They have no chance. That abomination, they have no chance. We'll talk about that in a moment. Then you have the uh, 40 million, just one child. When I listen to a 40-some-year-old woman, we met by God's design in Allentown, Pennsylvania. We walked into a cafe by the spirit of God saying, go in there. I had to literally put my brakes on. I had to stop the vehicle and say, that's where God wants us to go. And we went in there. And she knew that five or six of us coming in. She kept saying to me, who sent you? I know somebody sent you in here. Tell me who sent you in here. Finally, I looked at the cafe owner and said, Jesus sent us in here. Jesus, and, and we went into a major discussion. And here... As a little Pakistani baby, she was uh, raped from three years old on, over and over and over again, brutally. She was forced to be in a human trafficking brothel. She was forced to be kind of the mother, guide, leader, whatever you want to call it, at 11 years old. Forcing other girls to do it. Every kind of sexual thing you can think of to brutal scumbags. Absolute scumbags. And eventually, somehow, State Department gets her out, goes to Britain and uh, comes through some process in England and gets to the United States, and then she's, you know, here. And now, in her late 40s, I meet a lady that's running a cafe, living her life, but internally. All of the pain of the years and the years. Oh, she's away from what they did then physically, but not inside and not mentally. She wanted to know, you know what she wanted to know? Why would my Jesus let that happen? Why would that good Jesus, she wanted to know. One of the reasons, one of the things where she's living at around 50 years old, angry, beaten, brutalized, with all the memories that can just literally weigh her down bring, I mean, bloody emotions. And I explained to Jesus didn't do this. Jesus stands opposed to this. We, as the human race, sinned. We shoved God out. We opened the door. Sin came in. Humanity's corrupted. And when anybody embraces that sin nature on that deep of a level, they become the scumbags of life. And Satan... Revels in that, but if we're just talking about, uh, you know, that's one life. I think about. I, I was thinking about her, uh, Danielle. I, I've mentioned her name before, and to this day, you know, we've been back. She couldn't believe it. We came back again and again. She wanted us to speak in the cafe. We did that. Maybe we'll go back to Allentown and do it all over again. People got saved on the streets. People got saved afterwards. The next time we baptized people, we prayed for people, we saw healing occur, and she came to a reckoning with God. I don't want to tell her story. I ask her to write her story. For everybody who's been so beaten, so damaged, let me let me tell you where the blame is. The human race and you have sinned. We have shoved God out of the picture. We have allowed this corruption to come inside that leads humanity to lie and cheat and steal and rape and kill and burn. Look at Cain. Cain slaughtered his brother. That was based on sin. That was a sin issue. You can um, there's individuals they're just raping and har- harming and killing and hurting, stealing and cheating based on sin. Then you got that deeper level where people just open wide to Satan. But sin and Satan are inseparable. You can see that in Ephesians 2 Prince of the power of the air. He's operative in the sin nature of the fallen. And he makes it worse. And that's when we look around and see there are those that arrogantly live in their sins and they uh, bloody everybody else. Now, many of those that do this have been abused themselves. You know, those who have been highly abused, if they don't get the healing, if they don't get the help, many of you guys, you turn into that. You turn into the abuser. Many of those in the Catholic system and other systems that have been sexually abused over and over and over and over and awakened into sexual um, engagement through that kind of abuse yeah, that, uh, their abusers don't give a darn but that brings into their lives a really messed up sense and many pedophiles uh, that have damaged many hundreds of others were once damaged by, well, they're living a damaged life. They really are living a damaged life. It's very, it, it, you know, the sequence. So I want to say to you today that there's going to be, and here's, here's where I'm at. Here's why um, part of the reason I do the broadcast, I could spend night and day working with victims and I still wouldn't get to everybody. And I know that because of this, uh, because of the uh, getting to everybody in, in the sense of uh, broadcast and getting out there, and and uh, you, you listening here and me getting to the conferences, and you know, there's conferences we spend one hour, two hour, three hour, four hours in praying with uh, individuals that had hurts, oppression, needed healing, inner healing, and needed deliverance from demonization, all levels of I'm going to tell you right now, if the body of Christ in the last 40 years would have been equipped rightly by experienced, powerful leadership, then we would have millions of believers in the field of human history. They would be able to win people to Jesus, as the gospel and, and the Great Commission call us to do. We're here to be, we're here to be soul winners. We're here to win them over. There's, no, there's great joy in that. He who wins souls is wise, the scripture says. And I want you to know this, I want to give you, because again, the the church at large, even the evangelical, the charismatic, the Pentecostal, none of that makes any difference. What makes a difference is, where are you with Jesus? Where are you in your obedience? I have learned a long time ago, I am not going to wait on any leaders and others. I've learned a lot from a lot of people over the years. That's why I constantly study and look and see and hear. That's why I want to know Because bigger and broader things, God is making it very clear. It's what John 15 says, the Father will sharpen you. You'll bear more fruit, broader things, bigger things, great things. Jesus said anyone that would believe in him would do the works that he did, even greater things. I believe that. We need that. It's not about self. You know, when you get lost in ministering to others, you lose the concept. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. You have no badges. You have nothing else. There's nothing. To do. You don't need to worry about anything. You, you don't need to be worrying about people putting tags on you and, 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 and things on the wall and to celebrate you. That's the last thing on my mind. That's the last thing on my mind. When I think of the um, billions that are lost in this moment in history, the broadest deception and dark side stuff is out there. The pestilence is here. The terrorism is here. We got um, the increase of iniquity, which includes the sexual decadence that destroys lives. And I believe that uh, believers, filled and clothed in the Spirit of God, like David when it came to Goliath. See, human trafficking is a, a Goliath thing. Abortion is a Goliath thing. The drug scourge, pharmacon, pharmacia—that's a um, the just, That's Goliath on the field. And I want to say satanic ritual abuse is hugely Goliath on the field because it, more than anything else, is um, shaped and guided and directed by Satan himself in the development of the final seven years of human history. The Antichrist, the Red Horse Chaos, the Black Horse Collapse of everything, the Pale Green Horse of the Bloodshed, and millions and hundreds of millions and more. And so when I'm telling you that um, if you're not going to get strong if you look at the world today if you've been the kind of believer to back off away from the world like in David's day when the believers saved themselves and went up into places to secure safety away from the radical evil you know what God needs I want you to get close to the the, uh, speakers now push your earbuds in just a little bit. You know what God wants right now? Millions of believers so filled with His presence and power, so moved by the love of God, so outraged at the presence of evil, that you'll go down from the safe places. You'll get out from all the safe places. And you'll get on the field of human history. That's where Jesus sends us. Down in the valley. Down where all the... um, the blood and guts are and there is work and there is labor and there are hours but there is a, well as um and i'm going to say this jesus this is in hebrews that um for the joy set before him he endured the cross he scorned the shame of it he handled it see i don't sit around worrying about all that. Right? I am. I, I'm going to tell you honestly. There's times you just go out. You're in the midst of things. You're tired as could be. Your body's hurting, and um, you want to take a hundred people out. You got 12. Uh, some of the people that I work with right now, are the greatest people on this planet, the team members that I have, and the other ones that are coming in, the ones that have been on in the field with me. I just. I want you to know that. But I also want you to know that I. I know there are hundreds of thousands of believers worldwide there are missionaries all over there there's you listening right now just again you want to do it you want to get out there you want your life to produce what god designed you to produce getting people saved getting people healed getting people delivered getting people restored the gates of hell is going to prevail so to hell with them right you gotta get up, you gotta become fearless, you gotta become powerful. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you're not gonna fear anything, because God Almighty, you know it by the word of God, you'll know it by the experience. He's with you. Jesus said that, man. In the Great Commission, I'll be with you to the end of the age. What do you think? He's gonna leave you alone. What do you think? He's gonna shove you out there into the world and just walk away and wait in heaven. No, he's on the field. He's with us. Mark 16, 20. That could be your life. Now, I already mentioned on page one hundred four the, the notes when humans become commodities. You know the little girls, little boys, that the worst of the worst scumbags on the planet, they know how they know that each little child, they know that specific um, uh, body characteristics and age And everything they know which ones are more valuable as far as money. See the scumbags, all they want is the money. I mean that's why we mentioned this. Objects, yes. Uh you know, there's you know, when when people are seen simply as obstacles and shoved out of the way, that that happens to all the people want. They're just hedonists that want all the money. They don't care about workers, they don't care about anybody. There's that. In the book of James we read about that, the rich and the poor. Gotta read about that the warning to the the uh, the, Francis Schaeffer said it this way, the non-compassionate use of accumulated wealth. When people only um, enrich themselves. For all of us, there's only so much you need. Everything else is ministering to others. So there's, there's um, stepping stones. People are stepping stones. But I, I want you to look at point four on page 104. This speaks to, well, it speaks to abortion in a certain level. We'll talk about that in a moment, but it it speaks to um, human trafficking. One singular child, a boy or a girl, when they are captured, stolen, taken, not by the tens, not by the hundreds. Not by the hundreds of thousands, but worldwide by the millions. The Russians do it. The Albanians do it. The Taiwanese do it. The States do it. They, the Brits, you know, look at all the nations. Look at that right now. Look how they're carted from South America and from Mexico in semis. In one semi alone, there were 300 people stuffed in the back as commodities. Many would go to work for the cartels and the scumbags and the rest. Many would be used in sex places. So you're going to find this all over the place. And they're subjugated. They're punished, beaten, harmed, live in fear. What kind of life is that? I think in terms of Daniela Cream. I think in terms of the years that have been stolen. I also think in terms... And I ask God, I really do, I want to ask Him right now. There's a scripture in the Old Testament that refers to how God is able to restore the years, the locusts, the idea of just that which comes into damage and eat up and take everything away. The years that sin and other people's sin and Satan and traffickers and and ritual nutbags and abortionist slaughterers and and drug pushers and and cult leaders—all that they do to take away life. You know, the, the the lives of others are just simply, um, again, used by them as stepping stones to their own um, uh, satanic uh, glory. I guess yeah, that's why you know I I and I and I engage. The victims, and then we've been engaging perpetrators that want to kill us right now. I mean, right now. And I think in terms of um, how they argue and justify and rationalize the unbelievable, dark, and violent, and damaging things they do to a human being for their own hedonistic, sin-filled, scumbag pleasures you understand that concerning pedophiles individually and the networks and the individuals but then you think in terms of those who are in charge even cartel guys now it's not just drugs more money not enough money not you know is billions not enough is having uh uh whole barns that are filled with um, crates of just stacks of money is that not enough is that not enough when well, i think in terms of the monarchs that's just it. They're like, you you know, the three things, they're on page 104. In human trafficking, humans are treated just as mules, slaves, and efficiency. The drug cartels, you ever see sometimes on TV, you see real true crime things, and all the individuals that they've got uh, breaking down the cocaine, doing the meth, you know, packaging it all. There's... Over there, the counters, the machines that are counting the thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. Then the guards and the and the guys and the guns. And I know by God's providence it could be that they hear this You've got hell to pay, barring God. You should be you should be uh, renouncing that and coming out of that and doing everything. Risk it all, give your life to God, get out of it. Save lives instead of destroying them save lives instead of destroy. God's all about saving lives. The devil and uh, the deep scumbag sinners, they're all about using lives, monetizing. So that busloads of boys and girls, they're just mules they're just mules to you know to, uh, there's drug mules they're just there to carry I mean they're just there to, to swallow little bags of uh, dope and, and it's in their guts and, and it might break open and you've heard the stories you've heard the enslaved that are there and they're just silent and quiet and living what kind of life is that and all they know is that day by day by day by day the movie uh, there's a series out you gotta, you gotta watch the series taken Uh, That uh, series of uh, movies, Taken. I'm inspired. I I know it's a movie, but it's got some real clear elements of truth to it. Or the one whistleblower, referring to uh, human trafficking in Bosnia and over Europe, what they're doing. and Once again, whether the Catholic system and political systems and those who are making the money and... You know, paid off politicians and paid off mayors and whatever, and, and paid off. Listen, you can, even in the context of law enforcement, and as much as we work and have retired law enforcement on our teams and work with uh, good folks, there's times when some of them here and there have fallen to get money, to get paid, uh, to have prostitutes and use them themselves to to be compromised. So when you and I are here in this day, and I have a lot of things to do today, get done today, and i got uh, more things to do later on. I've got audios to put up for you in the 10 million fierce development. all that we're developing there, and I know it's slow sometimes it seems, there's hundreds of audios and training up already, but we need to recover a few more to get up there to get to you, we're going to continue to build and build and give to you everything we can, but this broadcast and this series, uh, I'm going to tell you that the numbers of the richly abused are going up every month, the the numbers of the sexually abused, abducted, used in human trafficking, going up. They're monetized. I mean, even abortion, the babies monetize. Who's making the money? Who's paying the money? Uh, well, they're taking your tax dollars to do it. Modern day Democrats here in the United States uh, are taking uh, and seeking more money for abortion, not only in the United States, but to be used worldwide in the slaughter. They cut their heads off. They cut their arms off after they poisoned them, killed them. I hope that you're outraged. I hope that you're not in the, in the rocks as in David's day, in David and Goliath. I want you to know that, yes, it seems like a Goliath, and you think, what can you do? Well, become strong and powerful in Jesus and the magnitude of your prayers. You know that God sends angels on the basis of prayers? You know that when we pray, God, stretch out your hands? That's Acts Acts 4. God stretch out your hand, do sign and wonder. Bring healing, heal people to the glory of Jesus. Did you know that miracles, signs and wonders, deliverance, healing, all of that glorifies Jesus? The Western church that has lived powerless, subnormal, and that subnormal, that subnormalism has been around so long, so much deadness so long, that becomes the norm. And the dead norm is afraid of the real powerhouse that God intended. I think most that come in a part of dead, powerless churches, when they begin to feel the fullness of the Spirit of God inside, when they begin to have the joy of the Lord in great worship, when they begin to pray and they feel the spirit of prayer and supplication on them, when they begin to see answers right in their face, when they have the love of God to share the gospel, of Jesus to others who want to get saved, when they begin to pray for healing and inner healing and they rebuke any demon that shows up and you become more and more and more and more powerful then you're going to understand the way God will build you to be outraged the closer to the Lord you are I think again the more fullness you'll have, the more abilities he'll build into you and the greater outrage concerning darkness I just want to say, I'm going to say, over all these years of going to the conferences, I'm going to say this, maybe you won't like it. I can't understand the lack of outrage among leaders in the speaking in their churches and churches when it comes down to abortion, human trafficking, the drug scourge, the ritual abuse, big, broad thing worldwide that we're talking about here. It's an outrage. And... Everything God tells us, more of that side's coming. We're, we've we got the heads up. If you ignore the heads up, I think it's dereliction. Cowardice. If we embrace what God says is not only here, and what he said would be here, but what is also coming, and if we feel we're not prepared here and now for what's here and now, what about what comes down the next few years? Get powerful in Jesus verse 20. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. Preach the word of God to yourself. Memorize scripture. Stand in the presence of God with that scripture. God, I'm going to obey this one. I'm going to obey this one. I'm going to put this into practice. And you begin to step out. You're going to find out how inseparable the near unbroken conscious presence of a living Savior He is inside you. You really will. So I hope that you're going to be outraged concerning the scumbags who monetize human lives and turn them into mules and turn them into slaves and it's just for efficiency for their for their for their workflows. I think I think there's governments in the world including including the CCP and others they just use their people for efficiency. advance the cause of others. In other words, when lives are subjugated, now we're going to talk about satanic ritual abuse again. And we're going to talk about that entire development from the 1930s, uh, the master race, the development. See, modern day satanic ritual abuse is the extension of what began the 30s. Dark side presence entities engaging those Nazis and developing, developing them into this program. The master race. God. Mutated individuals, augmented individuals, enslaved individuals. People that would be mutated and forged into pure service to the dark side. They would only be there to advance the dark side. They would be there only... That's where the satanic super soldiers come in. They don't realize what God says. They've never been told. They're subjugated to dark powers and... Uh, dark punishments, and uh, mind control, and cult living, and they're not allowed to think out of the box, they're not allowed to think out of that dark, satanic, dark under dark box they're in, they need rescue, God wants them rescued, they're enslaved by mind, by emotion, by their soul, by their everything about them. And it's all about the um, so-called elitists living off their pain. Living off their subjugation, Using them to advance the dark cause. That's simply Satan. That's the picture of, again, Judas. Satan entering him. Using him as a commodity. Satan's calling. Satan calling to bring Jesus down. Satan entered Judas to go to betray Jesus. Satan's going to use... Uh, Satan's using the elites... Luciferians, Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, knuckleheads, whatever you want to call them, lost causes, whatever. I mean, they got to understand just as the Antichrist, son of perdition, he's already doomed. I hope every believer understands that all the talk about the Antichrist, he's already doomed. The moment he comes out, he's already doomed. Bringing down of the Antichrist falls from the whole beast system. It's already declared. Revelation 1920, Revelation 1921. For those that monitor and recon that show that live in the dark shadows, go read that scripture. is just that underworld and they're not allowed to look at the light hear the light hear the scripture you know they've got to completely be sealed off they want regions and cities sealed off you understand how sophisticated they are how afraid they are of the scripture how afraid they are somebody's gonna find out how you know they're living in high crimes they're living in what God would call in Ezekiel 8 abominations and God predicts the sixth seal Drink. this is Revelation 6, listen I watched and he opened the sixth seal and suddenly there was a great earthquake the sun became black like sackcloth made from goat here the moon became like blood the stars of heaven fell to the earth as fig trees drop its unripe figs when it is shaken by a strong wind then the heavens receded like a scroll when it was rolled up and every mountain, every island was moved from its place. Then the kings of the earth. See, if the antichrist is alive and pushing and ready to get the king. They're, they're connected. The kings are connected. The kings, Revelation. You Look at Psalm 2, the kings. Look at uh, Revelation 16, the kings. Look at Revelation nineteen, nineteen, the kings of the earth. You're talking about the Illuminati. You're talking about the Luciferian. You're talking about those bloodlined uh, kings. They're already out there. You can't have the Antichrist operative and out there and pushing to get out without the false prophet already there, the kings of the earth already connected, the the system already built, ready to come out. They just gotta. They just gotta. They just gotta get past the restrainer. The Antichrist then issuing his call to all of that chaos and collapse to bring in the system. What they have never told their people, what they have never told the SRAs, what they have never told the Satanic Chosen Ones is what God says in verse 15, Revelation 6. Those kings of the earth and the great men, you know the wealthy individuals, the guys of the yachts and the money and the Epsteins and the Sanduskys and uh, the Jerry Saviles and all of those dark side Luciferian elite... Well, they have everybody else do their dirty work. They won't do it because they're cowards. They won't do it because they're just living in the lap of their satanic uh, lusts. They've got the blood of children. They've got the pain of children. Their crimes, like Ezekiel 8, are high and big and an abomination, and God's going to tear them apart. Kings of the earth, great men, rich men... Commanding officers, which refers to the military, any military that's got sucked into this. And the strong and everyone slave and free, they the one the, those embracing the Antichrist spirit and the Antichrist to come hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks and the mountains. This is the big brave New World Order people. This is the eyes wide shut, people. This is what God says they're going to eventually do when he begins to move, when he begins to interact, when he begins to demonstrate. They're going to hide themselves in the caves and the rocks of the mountains. God defines what they're going to say. Verse 16, They said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne. From the wrath of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. For the great day of His wrath has come, and who is able to withstand it? That's the message to the dark side. Everything you are as a believer, everything we are as believers, in doing all that we do in the Great Commission, is on the foundations of indestructible, in- unstoppable victories. All the way to the very end, as long as we are here to serve Him, He's going to be all over us, operative in the world. You think He's not going to hit? You think He's not? Listen, your prayers bring intervention. Your prayers, by your prayers to God concerning the scumbags and asking God to intervene while you're trying to rescue and bring Jesus and bring healing, praise God. It is an incredible... um, Massive, uh, And we need every single believer. That's the part. That's part of this whole broadcast issue. I'm simply saying that we need to start with 10 million fears. And if we're going to start with a few thousand signing up, then tens of thousands, praise God. But don't sign up unless you're going to say, I want to be the powerhouse God intended me to. be. I'm going to be powerful in my relationship with Jesus. Powerful in prayer. Powerful in evangelism. Powerful in ministering lead others to Jesus, pray for healing, learn that uh, rebuke any demon because the authority Jesus gave you, get stronger, get bolder, get get broader, get more experienced. And then what? And then you reach others, and you reach more, then you build teams, and then you do more. God wants to deploy all of us out there. Point 6, page 105. When they are hated. Now that's um that's what's happening to believers right now in Afghanistan with the Taliban that worship a demon god of the Middle East. They're going house to house. Everybody's reporting this. What the heck's our White House doing about it? What are you going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? You can't rely on that. We're, we're not. You know, God. It's not the political governments that commission us. Uh, god Almighty. Uh, Jesus said all ahead, all authority in heaven and on earth, and He commissions us. Whatever political system I'm living in, whether I'm in Venezuela or Syria or Britain, Scotland or United States, wherever I'm at, I'm here to be obedient to Jesus and to bring that gospel that includes the healing and the help and the deliverance and the restoration and brings intervention even now. So there are, um, there are those that are hated. we need to help our brothers and sisters. But humans are hated for what they are, what they believe in. People are hated just because they believe in Jesus. People are, um, are stoned and beaten and killed and persecuted. And uh, you can see in the Sudan, the thousands and thousands of Christians. You can see it in the world, the persecuted church. Just a simple believer that believes in God. And then when people are used to simple doorways you know in, in the ritually the those used on the ritual i got a picture the other day from somebody i'm not going to mention where or whatever but a picture about a ritual that went on with a child uh the the people doing the ritual are all jumping and dancing and celebrating if i had permission i would i would put the picture up I, i'll see if i can get permission if i was to put the picture up you wouldn't believe it you just wouldn't believe it you, you it, it's, 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 it's unbelievable to me that anybody could celebrate the cutting up of a little child and the blood that's spilled and the things they do and the demons that are there if I get permission from this individual to put up that picture in the preemptor tomorrow I'll do it but it doesn't speak of the reality because that child is gone and according to uh, the eyewitness was consumed and eaten that's the devil and I rebuke Satan in Jesus name demons and together we just stand in opposition to Satan Psalm 91 all over you authority over all the power of the dark side God stretch out your hands bring the exposure bring the intervention and by God raise up millions of of the most powerful believers ever in history and the greatest works ever in history save the most, heal the most, deliver the most, restore the most. One by one, by the hundreds, by the thousands, by the tens of millions worldwide. Ragged Edge Radio broadcast, Russ Dizdar, love you so much. Thank you. Keep us in your prayers, keep us in support. Let's love them, the ones that need rescue. And let's pray against and stand against the vile wickedness that we see.
1: Lord, I know that this world is just breaking your heart. Everything torn, divided and falling apart. It's a war zone out here.